One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You can wish for it or you can work for it. You gotta work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Let's work. Welcome to Confessions of a Workaholic, where we share the untold success secrets of fearless female entrepreneurs who are obsessed with success. Today, you have the pleasure of meeting Monray of Marketing by Monray. She is the GOAT of all <laughs> things marketing, and she is here to share some free game. Monray, are you ready to confess? Yes. Hello, guys. So I'm sure this is no introduction. You know, I'm not introducing you to the people. Okay. Because they already know about Monray, the GOAT of marketing. <laughs> But for those of us who may not be familiar with your story, um, wh where did your marketing expertise come from and what were you doing prior to? So I am marketing by Murray. I'm a marketing specialist and business development coach. And so I started, um, believe it or not, in 2013 um, with marketing. And it started as me really, it really started as a clothing brand. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, I don't really want to do this anymore. <laughs> and so I found this makeup artist in my, uh, where I was going to school in Hattiesburg. And she was like, I need an assistant. And I was like, I need a job. So <laughs> I started to be her assistant and we started there. And I started to do all her marketing, her event planning. I started pitching her for different things. And so that's kind of where it started with brand management with her. And I was like, hmm, this is a pretty cool job, you know? So I started to do it for other people. And started there. I love that you were willing to pivot mm -hmm. and not just pivot, but you went from doing your own thing to being willing to be in somebody else's assistant, yes. which definitely took, you know, you, you had to humble, humble yourself a little right, bit right. to be able to even do that. What would you say to someone who feels like 
I'm not going to be anybody's assistant. I'm not going to do any free work. I'm not willing to intern, knowing what you know about how that was your foot in the door. It's crazy because I do think nowadays it's kind of like taboo to intern or like be someone's assistant. And that's how you learn. That's Mm -hmm. how you grow because, you know, you want to you immediately want someone to mentor you, but you don't necessarily give anything. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I think sitting in the assistant seat and even though she didn't know what assistant's supposed to do, but I didn't either. Right. Mm -hmm. But being able to be in a space where I could mess up and make mistakes and really try things on her was allowing me to really start to cultivate my craft so how do you know or decide when it's time to pivot is it just when the checks aren't you know (laughs) rolling in like they once were or or is it when you don't you know you're not excited about something anymore but what is that thing that you know uh shifts for you that says okay it's time for me to do something new so for us i and i always say in our office pivot is something we welcome right and one thing i think that has allowed me to be successful is because i prepare to pivot so if you're not looking at your data if you're not looking at your analytics to make a change then you're not doing something right so we're always pivoting it doesn't matter what we're doing we're going to have that's a part of our natural process is pivoting so regardless of the business that you run Mm -hmm. the industry that you're in i interview all types of different Mm -hmm. bossy black women here on the show all of us in common have marketing we all have to have marketing like regardless of what you do for someone who thinks you know that they can start a business build it and people will come Mm -hmm. that's not a thing but for someone (laughs) watching who thinks that that is a thing how do you describe to people the importance of marketing? So marketing is, there are three things that you should be focusing on in your business. Marketing and sales, um, HR and business, and then also operations. So marketing is a key component of getting customers to you. So you can build the business, you can buy the inventory, you can make it cute with your glitter logo and all of that, right? But if you're not getting customers. Not the glitter logo. <laughs> I done heard you talk about these trash glitter logos yes. so many times. <laughs> so you can make sure that all of that happens, but if you don't don't get the customers to you then how are they going to know about your brand so it's super important and I think a lot of times even when people are starting businesses and I've made the mistake before right but when you're starting a business you think that's last right you go to um, LA and buy your inventory you go buy everything you make your website pretty and the last thing you do is think about your marketing budget but mm-hmm. that's the first thing that you should be thinking about You are so creative when it comes to your marketing campaigns. (laughs) What is your process like, um, like your brainstorming process? Mm -hmm. And I I feel like I kind of know because I always see you with your post-its. Yep. But for someone who has no process, Mm -hmm. what would you um, encourage them to do? So internally and externally. So internally, we follow these um, eight steps, and I also teach these eight steps in our classes. So um, the first step is to really focus, figure out your focus product. What are you going to talk about? The second step is really understanding what your concept is, how are we going to make this juicy, and then what the strategy is uh, behind it. The third step is to map out what it actually looks like. The fourth step is to figure out your photo shoot. How are you going to convey this message? Then the fifth step, we do um, execution. Executing the logo, um, uh, executing the captions, the emails, and all of that stuff. And then the sixth step, we actually start to analyze and monitor during the campaign. So it's really important to look at your analytics and see what's happening. But after that, step seven is pivoting. Pivoting based, based on what's going mm-hmm. on. And then the eighth step is like analyzing after the campaign. So every time we pull pull out a campaign, we're following those eight steps. So you mentioned um, 
previously that you have to get customers to you. And mm-hmm. I think that one thing that people skip over is knowing who your customer actually is. Absolutely. I know you've heard, you know, people say to you probably hundreds of times, <laughs> my customer is women between mm-hmm. 18 and 35. Or, right. you know, some general idea of yep. who their customer is. But what is so important about knowing your target market like why is that important so knowing your target market allows you to be able to go find them so that you when you're marketing to them but it also allows you to be able to create the correct content really be able to show up for them because you have to know who you're talking to and a lot of times people are asking that after they have created the brand and my question is always who did you create this for what problem was you, were you solving so it's always important to have a key idea of who these people are what they like mm-hmm. to do what their hobbies are what they like to do for fun you know who they hang out with so you can really reach those people and it's so like deep and mm-hmm. detail and you start to really see how deep and detailed it is if you've ever tried to run a facebook ad like right. ever then you see how deep and detailed it is exactly. but just saying you know i my boutique is for women right it's know, not gonna work it's not gonna work and right. you're gonna end up wasting a lot of time and a lot of money because mm-hmm. you're gonna be trying to sell to everybody and really you're not gonna reach anybody, anybody. Yep. anybody. it's riches and niches and exactly <laughs> and which brings me to my next question which is about your content mm-hmm. because if you don't know who you're speaking to if you don't know your audience it's very hard for you to create content that Absolutely. speaks to that person mm-hmm. Aside from your marketing campaigns being the bomb, mm-hmm. the content that you create. <laughs> I mean, I remember, I think it was a couple months ago, you did like a weather, a mm-hmm. weather man, a weather yep. girl campaign. <laughs> and I was just like, how the hell? How is she coming up with this stuff? What is your, and I mean, don't spill your tea. Right. But for someone who's like, I don't even know what to talk about on Instagram live. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know what to post today. Can you offer some type of pointers for them just to get started? Yeah. So the first thing people always ask, like, which, how do I figure out an idea? Right. How do I figure out what should I be talking about? And I literally say Pinterest, go on Pinterest and just start to scroll while you're in the bed, you know, 11 o'clock at night, just scrolling on Instagram, go on Pinterest instead and start to see that inspiration. And so that's how I started to cultivate ideas. I'm like, okay, how can I get this message across? But then I also think about the purpose. What do I I want my customers to feel when they see this piece of content do I want to inform them to educate them do I want them to laugh do I want them to be like oh she just snatched my edges what do I want them to feel and then I start to do that for every piece of content that we roll out analyzing what I want them to feel and then what I want them to do okay so I don't understand Pinterest I'm just okay. gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> Say that. I need you to explain the Pinterest. Thing. Yes. So Pinterest is basically uh, Instagram with no words, right? Mm-hmm. It's only um, it connects but you have to search, right? Yeah, but you can search anything. You can search pink aesthetics, right? And okay. you search that, and everything starts to come up that's pink. Or you can search. Um, you can start la- search lash brands, right? And you can put in your product and you'll start to see other people create content. And that should provide you some type of inspiration because it's all about copying the right cat, right? Mm-hmm. Looking at what other people are doing that's already working. You don't have to recreate the blueprint, right? It's already a blueprint out there. So look at what other people are doing and then put your own sauce on it. Got you. Okay. Hopefully y'all got that too. <laughs> um, so... 
Where, where do I want to go next? There's so much I want to <laughs> ask you about. Okay, I want to talk about diversifying your income. Okay. Because okay. I know you have the planner. Mm-hmm. I know you do classes. Mm-hmm. I know you do events. Yes. Talk about your different income streams and the importance of having multiple income streams. Yes. So um, I always have heard, and all of us have heard, that you're supposed to have seven income streams to be a millionaire, right? Mm-hmm. But no one said that they had to be in seven different industries, right? Facts. And so when I started, I started as a service-based brand where I was actually providing the services and I made that pivot in 2019 after a business venture failed and I was like okay well yeah no (laughs) so um I started to do courses and people wanted to get more information at the time they couldn't afford my services so I'm like okay let me see how I can give you bite-sized content so I started to do the classes and then with those eight steps in my marketing campaigns I I started to do the planner and that's where the planner started to come from but recently I actually started to and I'm doing the Airbnbs and stuff like that. But I made sure that my actual, my main income stream was good. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people miss. Mm-hmm. They feel like I'm supposed to have all of these income streams. And it's like, well, make sure the main money maker is sustainable with it's vouching. Yes. picking up all these other Exactly. Streams. And then you can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's that, those are my income streams. We have the Peer Space. We have Toro. We have Airbnb. And I also have Amazon stores. But my main money maker also has three to four income streams within it. And I love that you said you can have seven streams but they don't have to be seven different things. Exactly. It can be under this umbrella. It can all fall in line with your main thing. It's just different ways to do it. Exactly. And you also mentioned, you know, with your pivot going from service-based, mm-hmm. which you still, I mean, you're still doing courses and mm-hmm. things like that, mm-hmm. um, but people couldn't afford you. And mm-hmm. instead of you saying, well, I'm going to lower my prices, you changed your, your business right. model a little bit. Right. You said, well, I'm going to give you what you can afford right. in this bite-sized piece of content that's not going to take as much out of me because you're not paying me exactly. my real fee. Um, so I love that. I love that you kind of have something for everybody. And now you have investments. Mm-hmm. You know, I booked your peer space today. <laughs> and before I could even pay, homegirl said, do you want to rent my car from Toro? Yep. And then before I, I, no, don't need the car. Do you need us to edit your video? Do you need video production? I said, this is eating. And I love it. But that is real bosses, in my opinion. We're not just going to get. We might have multiple streams, but this one stream has mm-hmm. several yeah. ways to get and paid. And connect it back to the exactly. other stream. Connect it right back, and yeah. it all works together. And I just thought that that was so genius. Um, so for someone interested in getting into some investments, because you mentioned Toro, mm-hmm. you you have Peer Space, you're doing mm-hmm. Airbnb. What is your advice for someone who wants to, to start a passive income stream? So I want to say first, passive income typically is not that passive when mm-hmm. you're starting. <laughs> And so it's never passive it's at the never passive. Um, you are doing something. You're either giving your time or you're giving your money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say something that complements your lifestyle already. And one thing was I was already paying a $1,000 car note. So let's throw it on Turo and somebody else can pay, pay my $1,000 car note, right? Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, I have a partner and me and my boyfriend, He's he washes the cars and details it. But I made sure that someone was able to really be there that I didn't have to pull away and, you know, maintain that business so you want to make sure you have the support but also does it already integrate into your lifestyle that you're doing now mm-hmm, that makes sense so you mentioned the support you mentioned mm-hmm. making sure you had somebody there so that you didn't have to be there and yeah. you mentioned your office and your team mm-hmm. one of the biggest challenges um for me for sure but mm-hmm. for other entrepreneurs too that I feel like kind of holds us back sometimes is not being willing or able to delegate mm. what is your advice for someone who's like holding on to their business like it's a baby yes. like I cannot let somebody watch my baby 
See, for me, it was always, I kept in the mindset that I cannot maintain and grow my business. So how if I need to grow, if we're trying to get to $5 million a month, then somebody got to maintain this business. So my first thing was I have to hire someone. I have to hire someone. And you have to trust them, right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to mess up. You're going to fire people, but that's just a job as a CEO. If you're not willing to grow, you're not willing to fire and learn and you grow as a person, because I've personally grown a lot becoming a CEO and really having to manage people and personalities mm-hmm. and all of that, right? So you have to be willing to accept those things because it's going to happen. Something's going to mess up. So when we were talking about your income streams, you mentioned the planner. Mm-hmm. A a lot of people know about this planner because homegirl is <laughs> doing numbers with these planners, okay? Yes. So tell us what the planner is all about and what sparked your interest in even uh, launching it. Yes, so the planner is a marketing planner. It's a marketing campaign planner where you're able to plan out all your social media posts, your emails, those eight steps that I talked about, it literally walks you through that. And so the reason why I created it was because you people were seeing me. I would pr- print these pages out on Canva where my, my team and myself would use these pages. And I'm like what is that what you using we want that and I'm like well I could just put this together in a notebook and I'm like no I'm gonna create a planner so that's where the planner started in addition to I had a book that came out at the same time called instant millionaire and so I created the book to go along with the planner so you will see in the book it say reference page 37 in the planner so that you can now have a manual to so go that along you can with now the make a second purchase yes, <laughs> Come on, yes, yes. I love it so the planner space could be considered saturated. Someone may be watching this that has this idea in their mind Mm -hmm. of what they want to do, but they're really afraid to even speak it because they might not be successful because there's so many other people doing it. It's a saturated market. What do you say to those people? I mean, everybody's doing everything. There's nothing new under the sun. It doesn't matter if you're doing a planner Mm -hmm. or you create a T-shirt or whatever it is. No, you're not going to do anything different. So you might as well just put your own sauce on it make it different in your own way, right? The product doesn't have to be different, but the marketing is different. The Mm -hmm. branding is different and put it out there. So you didn't just when I bought when I released my first book, Mm -hmm. I was so scared that nobody was going to buy my book that I would order like 50 copies. Yes. 100 copies. (laughs) You have like a warehouse full of these planners. How did you get over the hurdle of that that initial fear of like placing this order for a thousand or five thousand? Because not only is that a big check to write no that's you don't want to have that sitting you know like you don't want the this warehouse just full of of money so how did you get over that fear two things it's funny because the first time i wrote my big check to buy my planners the planners got lost so it was twenty thousand dollars worth of planners out in the sea Worst time in the world, wait, right? And then, wait, you can't just say that. And then what happened? <laughs> I got them back. Oh, but still, like, it was like four weeks, and I was like, what I'm supposed to do? That was it. That was the plan, right? But I did get them back. Um, I got a UPS rep, and they retrieved them. But it was the worst thing ever. But for me to really, I don't know, I've always had the personality of jumping off the porch. Like, I mean, I'm going to figure it out. On the way down, I might fall a couple, to- a couple times, but I'm going to figure it out. So for me, it was like I knew that. I'm going to sell these planners. If I got to go on the corner, like the water boys in Atlanta, somebody going to buy these planners. So that's how it started. And it was, it's good. Like it, it has my, that income stream has really surpassed a lot of my other income streams. So I love it. And just having that confidence, I think is like key because if you are shaky, you know, if you're trying to sell something to somebody and your voice is shaking, yes. they're not buying. They but are. if you have that attitude of I'm going to make it happen, even if it don't happen the way I think it's going to mm-hmm. happen, I'm going to make it happen. Yep. I think that, 
you're bound you're bound to be you have uh, to successful. as a C, uh, as a CEO you mm-hmm. you gotta have that energy okay so top three um, marketing tips for a beginner hmm. who doesn't have a huge budget. So top three marketing tips, I would say focus on organic traffic. Um, traffic is your number, between traffic and conversions, those are your number two things, those are your two things that you should be worried about, right? So focus on getting your social media presence up, focus on getting in front of the right people if you don't have the right budget. I would also say content because content is free. All you have to do is get your iPhone that you already paying a $1,000 square <laughs> and take some pictures, do some reels, dance a little bit, and you're going to be able to get in front of that audience. And then also I would say planning. Planning is going to help you along the way because typically when we start our brands, we are new CEOs and we're still working our nine to five. So to fit working a job, being an entrepreneur, being a mom, being a wife, all of those things, you want to make sure that Mm -hmm. you have planned your business and allow that to be your priority. Your business should be your best friend. Come on, business is your best (laughs) friend. So if you need it, $5,000 $5,000 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Some unexpected emergency came up. The business account ain't hitting on what it needs to be hitting on. You need yep. $5,000 tomorrow. What are you going to do? So because I have a business already, I will probably, there's things that I do in the business if I know like at the end of the month we need a cash flow influx or whatever. Then I, one, will call abandoned carts. We'll go on our website and look at all the abandoned carts and we call them On wrong. the phone. Yes. Hello, sis. You, you left something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we would call abandoned carts, you know, and answer. Usually they just have questions and then no one was there to answer them. So we call the abandoned carts. Um, we also segment our list down. So we see in the last 10 days who actually browsed a product. So we have the planners, right? Who browsed that that page on the website and then we send a sale to them. Um, and then we just make uh, some social media posts, go live. You know, I always. Um, advocate for going live because people you can get in front of your audience so so if you're an introvert what is your advice for going live you got to what you running from you don't have you don't have no it ain't nothing to it but yeah to what it. you running from the money <laughs> should we end the interview with that with that what you running from the money Listen, right write that down put it on a post-it on your mirror because yes this, it's out here That's it's out it. here for you yep i love it my right you done answered all my questions girl <laughs> For real, like this is the bomb.com. Yes, I appreciate you. you. I love it. I do. I thought of one more question okay. because this is one I get all the time around social media. Do you think that we need to be on all platforms? Do we need visibility in some way on all platforms or can we just focus? laser focus on Instagram or TikTok? So I think starting out as a new entrepreneur, you need to laser focus because if you start to do everything, you're not doing anything. Mm. So I think as a new entrepreneur, focus on Instagram or whatever platform. There may be Facebook for you, right? But whatever platform you excel in and your business is thriving, focus on that platform. And then as you start to develop a bigger team, then you can start to diversify. Do you still offer services? No. All right, that was a personal question. <laughs> All right, so my right, let the people know where they can connect with you on social media and how they can find you online. Okay, thank you guys for having me. I am Marketing by Monray. You can follow me on all marketing channels at Marketing by Monray. This has been another game-changing episode of Confessions of a Workaholic, meant to inspire and empower you to get that ass to work because you already have everything you need to get everything you want if you are willing to work. I love y'all. See you next week. Peace. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.